breaking news on PDA. We don't have the buttons anymore. Sad day. But welcome back, everybody. It's been a few. Um, I'm Michael Dunn. We got Jake and Anderson, Stefan Prince, and our newly acquired Keegan Rich. If we had a round of applause button, we'd, we'd, we'd hit it. But um, we're, we're, we're excited to have you. Welcome there we go. Welcome <laughs> part of the club, welcome, man. Welcome. Cash money. Um, it's going to be good times. Cash money. We're put a dollar sign. I don't know. At this point. Yeah, that's um, But tons, obviously, so much stuff happened. I'm, I'm going to try to, like, whiz through just some things, talking points. If you guys want to talk about them, great. I'm just going to mention some things before we get to, like, the football world. Um, so first things first. Congratulations, Spain, on winning the Women's World Cup. Claps. Um, yep, lots of claps. Pretty That's awesome. just how I'm going to do it now. It's just claps. Claps. <laughs> um, did so, winning their first uh, Women's World Cup ever. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're, they're stoked about what their future can look like as well. Um, another thing that's going on, there's, there's three men in the quarterfinals. Um, and... and uh, the fourth person that's qualified already is Djokovic for the men's quarterfinals so far. Um, also, Goff and Keys have qualified for the quarters already, and Stearns potentially could. So lots of U.S. action on the tennis court right now. And then while we've been away, the World Track and Field Championship happened. So I do uh, want to talk about Noah Lyles. Snap back to reality. Uh, so we can we can start with Noah Lyles, certainly. Um, I mean, obviously, there was plenty of incredible um performances that went on i mean the mixed relay like failed for for the u.s it failed i thought they won the didn't US they won the mixed relay for the four by uh the four by four? they won the four by four i thought it was what yeah. the f- was women's four by four. four yeah they failed the, the women's handoff four by four failed. yeah they were outside okay. the zone or something like that thank yeah. you um but the mixed actually no so the the fall happened and yeah. the u.s was able to benefit from that yeah 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 yeah. um yeah and pretty awesome for uh bowling yeah yeah georgia he showed up at the uh the world championships and stefan was talking about him for the ncaa's and yeah he was able to pull through in a even bigger event yeah i mean from how he was in college like how good he was coming out of college i mean coming out of college in uh in high school um i honestly thought he would be a little bit better than what he is right now. I think we were talking about this, Keegan. Um, I don't know if it was you. I think it was I think it was you that yeah, we were, I talking think we were talking about. How uh <laughs> how Matthew Bowling, you know, we thought he was gonna be a better four hundred meter runner on top of a two hundred meter runner as well. Um right. but like right now the four hundred is becoming his main event. Um and you can even hear like the announcer said it. I think like Sonia Richards Ross uh said it during the four uh, mixed four by four relay as well. She said like the four hundred is starting to become his main event just because he's not quick enough um in the hundred or the two hundred. Um he's been able to make it to like NCAAs, but he hasn't been able to go like very far, right? I would say in those events. Um but look, look watching him in the uh at the world championships, I mean, he ran pretty good. Obviously he has one gold one gold medal. Um it's kind of sucks how he was in prelims for the men's four by four and then got kicked out in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> now that's unfortunate, but obviously when you have Rye Benjamin, you know, sitting there waiting after four hundred meter hurdles, you're you're gonna put Rye Benjamin in. Yeah. In that four by four. So well and he's got a great future ahead of him too. I mean he's still a really young guy in bowling. So um but also it wasn't the only fall that happened. Um in the ten K Hassan actually fell and she fell out of the entire off the entire podium um, with an Ethiopian sweep in that event, which is pretty crazy. 
Um, Holloway had his third world title. Um, talk about domination right now. Like that guy is the flamingo. Like somebody makes statues right now. Like we're. <laughs> hey, they, they probably will make a statue for him outside of Florida. Probably, actually, yeah. I mean, his dad's the coach, so yeah. Dude, and Roberts getting the bronze. I love that guy. Like he's 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 always been number two with Holloway when he was at Kentucky. I remember. I mean, would, they went back would, and forth a little bit, but when it came to like more of like the sixty. It was yeah. more of Grant Holloway, but when it came like outdoors for the 110s, then Roberts kind of put up more of a fight with him, yeah. um, I'd say, in that. His token one-legged long <laughs> tight that Roberts would wear. Yeah. Like one long blue, one short blue. I don't know if you guys remember that. He's got the that. leg sleeve going. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just he had all the swag. Shikari Richardson winning gold in the 100. Yeah, that was exciting. Talk about welcome to the world, finally, <laughs> to I, I like mean, for her to be able to, to be at that I feel, I feel like she's been kind of black blackballed uh, the past few years in the in the track and field world. Unfortunately, um, you know, you do one thing and it messes up your mm -hmm. career for you know an indefinite amount of time. So it kind of sucks. But you know, just to see her on the world stage again to do winning. it twice, right? Because Shakari was also part of the four by one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a part of the four by one. Uh, well, and I mean, you talk she, about she it. She made too, the podium like, in three events. Yeah, and yeah. just the way she was so able good. to. Um, just have a really good performance and whatnot and kind of welcome herself and just good redemption story too. It seems like she, um, has also just kind of like had a bit of an attitude change a little bit, kind of realizing like you can't really take this stuff for granted. And it feels like she's trying now to make the most of it and just enjoy being an athlete and a professional athlete at that level too. So, yep. um, Ingebrigtsen's uh, shocked in the 1500. I'm not hey, going to lie. Hey. I loved that because in the semis, did you guys see him like getting rises out of the crowd well, well, and everything? And you, I like that. You it's know what fine. I hate but he about Ingebrigtsen? What, what he said in his post-race interview, he, he made excuses. He made excuses. Oh, God. Like he said, obviously, he might have been sick, you know, and that's fair. But I don't care if I'm sick or not. I'm not going to admit that I'm sick when I just you can lost, still do great right? when you're sick. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a point. You know what I mean, he did. Anyway. He did do great. He, he got did. a silver medal <laughs> while being sick. You know, and it yeah. was just by a like a foot. It wasn't like it was like by a mile or anything. You know, he was so, there right to the so end. You know, I, I don't want to hear that I was sick. Like that's just a bad excuse, man. Mm -hmm. Like you were there, and then he comes back the next day and runs what the uh, the five k. Something like was that. It the the, no, I he, thought it was he, the five. He ran the five k right. and he won, and he killed it. Yeah, I I think he probably just was he, too he, confident going in. He, I mean, he, a lot of these guys, too, you got to have yeah. that confidence to be as good as you are almost anyway. But like, I feel he, like his he confidence took it to the next. I feel like his confidence started to rub off as cockiness. Yeah. Um, th throughout his time running the running the mile or fifteen hundred, just because like what. He, he owns the mile record now, right? Or something like that. 15. It's something. Think. There's the record that he does, that he owns. Yeah. Or it's like the two mile record or something like that. It's something weird, but like he's, he's so fast. Like just for you to make an excuse, say, Oh, I'm sick. Like, no dude, you lost to a dude that obviously outran you. Yep. Well, and he's, he's been, according to this, he's been in, he's been the top 1500 runner for like 66 weeks now or something like that. Like he's just had the top time. It's over but, a year. Yeah. Yeah, so. he, he he's very good and and he just he didn't perform. He yeah. choked. So um, three k, men's steeple, El Bacali, like that guy's incredible. Um, did some amazing things. I actually thought one of the highlights was Harrison, uh, the young LSU kid, finishing second in the high jump, was insane to me. Yeah, like that kid, and he, and he was so def like he was upset with himself for not winning. 
but he ended up beating the, the guy from Qatar and lost to the guy from Greece, who both of them had tied and shared the championship, I believe, last time. Um, but to be able to be that young and that good, is he like 20? Like, I feel like he's 20 years he's old. He's young. I think he's like 20, 21. Yeah, he's yeah. young. I don't, Like, just insane. So he's got a bright future because he's searching for gold. He already said, like, for his next go about, he wants more. Discus 1-2 for the U.S. for women was pretty cool to see. Um, Kip Egon from Kenya, first ever win three championships um, in the... It was in the 1500, I think, wasn't it? We were just talking about Kip Yagen. Kip Yagen, yeah. I think he won. Was that his third one in that? Or are we talking about, is, was he in the eight? Uh, it would have been an eight. I'm going to the eight. So he's the first to ever win three. Because the 1500 winner was from Great Britain. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so is the 800. But first to ever win three championships. So I thought that was pretty sick. Um, but that's what I got on the world championships. You wanted to talk about Lyle? Besides, Lyle, Lyle specifically. Lyle, so, okay. Um, really quick. If you didn't see it, uh, Noel Lyles had probably one of the all-time sound bites um, after his double in the 100-200 um, of saying that, you know, whenever he watches the NBA, it's the world champions. Um, and they're the world champions of what? It's an American league and stuff like that. And so I wanted your guys' take on that because... He's right. I don't, I don't see him being wrong in that. And we were yeah. talking about it, Keegan, about... I mean, Greg Popovich saying that, like, he said something similar ten years ago after having won the, um, having won the uh, uh, finals against the Heat or something like that. He's like, yeah, we beat a team from South Florida, and I guess like you could count it as like a North American championship because there's Toronto and Canada, but like, you know, it is what it is. It's not the world because at the at the end of the day, it's called the NBA Finals, not mm-hmm. the NBA World Championships. Yeah. So, I think Steph, you were talking. We were talking yeah, a little bit about that because you had a friend. That yeah, was, I had a buddy that I was talking to, and he just was on my case <laughs> about it being a world championship, just because you know it has the best players in the world. And I, I agree, it does have the best player in the world. It is the best league in the world. But is it a world championship? No. If you're playing FIBA basketball, if you're playing for the Olympics, then yes, that's a world championship when you're playing against other international countries right you're not just playing people or teams or organizations that are in north america such as the united states and canada they don't call the premier league the world championship when you win the premier league you could call you could almost argue like the uefa champions league could be almost like a world title but then that's just the continent of europe still it's still not they've never called it yeah and even when they have the euros every four years as Mm -hmm. well which is just the european nations and a lot of the time which has the the best european champion Mm -hmm. a lot of the time wins the world cup too but they don't call it that yeah so there there's there's events that are made to be world champions yes um and currently the the U.S. just lost to Lithuania the other day. <laughs> so, so, hey, that boy Antho. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's a group that's getting some really good experience there for the U.S. too. And I think a lot of people sometimes just skip over the fact that, like, well, you know, these guys aren't good enough. They're great players. They're getting great experience at that level too. Um, you know, it's just a, it's a bummer that the best players don't always go to some of these events, but you can't all the time. You can't expect yeah. the best players to go to all these. I mean, some of the best players anyway, they're aging. At the moment, and they're, yeah, kind of, they're, at, they're kind of making yep. room for the youngins that are coming in now. Um, yep. so as LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Buckets, yeah, yeah, they're an aging group, like yeah. this, so it's a young group. That Welcome they to the conversation, there. Keegan. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm here. 
Do you have anything to say about the world championship? And Noah Lyles? Or, I mean, the Noah Lyles, yeah, he's, I mean, he's absolutely correct. Like, it's an international competition. I mean, that's kind of why, like, I like I take it from a baseball perspective. You have the World Series. It might be the best, the best league with the best talent, which it may be debatable, you know, at, mm. sometimes because Japan just Japan's pumping them up. Everybody's butt in the WBC. So like the best player in the MLB is yeah. Like I would love to see. <laughs> I would love to see MLB just completely change how everything is done. And we can talk about this. This is a food for thought for another <laughs> another conversation. Precursor. <laughs> but I would love to see the MLB, you get rid of, you're not really getting rid of double A AA and triple A, but you make those independent teams and then you start having promotion, relegation, and then you cut down the season. And then at the end of the year, you have like a UEFA Champions League where you get the best teams from Japan, the best teams from, like, some of the best teams from the Dominican Republic. From, yes, like, I like Have it. that, bring them all together, and that would not really take away from the World Series, but you'd have a world championship of baseball. Of, like, club, so you're club, telling club, me the, club teams. Yeah. Like you're it. telling me we wouldn't have the Kansas City Royals and Oakland A's in the MLB <laughs> anymore? Maybe not, but it would, it would prevent <laughs> these teams from tanking. Yeah. And I think it would be a great thing to look at. Also, another food for thought. This is way off the wall, but it's baseball. I was talking to you the other day about Jackson Holiday getting called up to the MLB. Yeah. He got called up to AAA after 36 games or 39 games in AA where he hit like 363. Like, he'll be – and he's only like 19. That's And crazy. then his brother, who's like the number one prospect in 2025, is another great kid that's going to be – Probably a top five pick in 2025. We're going to get a lot more baseball with Sorry, Noah Lyles, for not giving you the spotlight right now. But, you know, I I think there's there's a lot to be said about um, the baseball world for sure. And and Keegan, we will will definitely hit on a lot of that stuff. But going back to Noah Lyles, like, he's being dominant like Usain was being dominant. And, like, that is... It's going to be really fun to watch what happens. And that relay team, too, with, with Noah on it, like, that relay team is... The handoffs were a little shaky. The handoffs were shaky, and they still, like... Yeah, they still won. Still pulled. Great. It, it was great. Yeah. Obviously, great athletes are going to do great things. Um, but I wonder how fast they could have been if they would have had, you know, smooth handoffs. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay, do you think Lyles is going to get either the 100 or the 200 when it's all said and done? Uh, do you think I, he's going to get either? I say he gets the two. If he gets one, it'll be he's close. I think so he's he's close. I think he does get he the two. He would have to get the one to get the two. Uh, he doesn't know. have to. He, he just he, has to get faster in the one uh, to be able to get the two. Right, because the two is a better event, I think. I think there's, speaking of yeah. the 100, I watched. I didn't watch the Diamond League after the Worlds, the next Diamond League. Yeah. Great track. Yep. But Coleman ran, Christian Coleman from the U.S., ran like a 983 to be the second best, fastest time of the year. So that's yeah, crazy. Time, time Isn't he typically yeah, a hurdler? Or am I thinking no, no, he's, 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 he's straight sprints? He's, he's, like he's, a, 60. he's a 60 he's guy. He's a 60 okay. guy. He's a shorter okay. guy. Oh, that, from, uh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Really good 60 guy. Pick some PEDs. Yeah. He's a short bowling ball. Wait. He's a short bowling ball. Hold on there. For those asking, I did not. I can I can take the test right now. Um, so a couple things before we get into the whole big picture here. Uh, Deion Jackson is now number one in Indy, not uh, not your Wisconsin Badger. How do you feel about that? Are you the talking running backs? What's going on with Taylor? Yeah. Um, I am more shocked at the fact that the Packers were named as a team or at least floated as a team that was interested in Taylor. 
because yeah. I was talking with about it with um, a friend, and I was like, it doesn't make sense from the standpoint that we have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon unless you're going to trade one of those guys and replace them. But it's like for a team that has the cap space that we do around the offensive side specifically, it's like I'm all for bringing in veterans to help the team, but it also has to be in the right area areas, namely offensive line help or wide receiver um, or even tight end. Uh, it, to me, it just feels like it would be messing with a dynamic that doesn't have to be messed with. Like the one-two punch that is Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon is already fantastic. Fantastic. Adding Jonathan Taylor to that would be awesome, but then it probably means that you're losing one or the other, and it's like didn't really want to see that. So from a Packers standpoint, I'm okay that we didn't get him. I do want to see Jonathan Taylor playing for some team this year, though. And I think if it's not going to be Indy, then they have every right to move on from him. But I don't think you. Do you guys think he's going to play this year? I actually don't think he'll I, play. I don't know. I think I heard something the other day about um, possibly the Vikings maybe marketing him or something like that. I could see that if they were looking for help with Madison. But you think about them moving on from Dalvin Cook, even though yes, Dalvin Cook has had his own injury issues. Um, it's a adding another issue if if he's going to take minimal money. But but then, we st- we don't yeah, have a one know, two punch. Minnesota doesn't have a one two punch. Yeah. No, we just have don't. Madison, right? We had a one two punch last year, mm-hmm. obviously, and it worked pretty well. Yep. Um, but Dalvin was a huge receiving running. Back. He, that's where he made a lot of his yards too. Was being able to be that receiver out of the backfield because then teams had to worry about that too. It opened up the rushing lanes for him and Madison to exploit. So I mean. It's just going to suck this year just because you're going to see more, a lot more passing mm-hmm. uh, from Kirk. receivers yeah. from Kirk um, rather than just like a one-two punch running back duo. Um, but it would be nice if Taylor, you know, end up on the Minnesota Vikings and it'd be kind of exciting. That'd be mm-hmm. sweet. It, it, I know, sweet. I know Miami was floated as a team too and has been like the main team, I think, in the talks. And I think that's huge for them because they don't have Mike Kosicki right now in the passing game. They have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, which those two are fantastic receivers. But I think they just need that third explosive piece to be able to really kind of have like that thread of offense again. I don't even remember. We did our running backs episode like forever ago now. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember who they have at running back. They uh, have most start, most Jeff Olsen Jr. And they okay. have Raheem Mostert. Yeah. Raheem but Mostert is like, he's fast, fast. He's, he, he also is, is kind of the out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, it's just the problem with those two guys is they're always hurt. Like yeah. both of those guys were at San Fran and they had like four guys in the backfield mm-hmm. get hurt. Yeah. And so, like, but if they're, like, productive, Raheem Mostert will average four or five yards per carry with a good old line. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know I talked to Keegan about this a little bit the other day, too, but Caleb Williams lottery. What team's going to win that? And what team do you guys see winning that lottery? If Caleb goes one, that's a, that's an if. So There's a whole season of college ahead of us. I, I mean, think. I don't think they're going to pick a quarterback at one. I don't think so either. We'll get to that in a second. You and I were talking, Keegan. Yes, we were. More so who will get him, I guess. We said we said at first Arizona because... That's, what, the, every, that's what everyone's saying. And that's what everyone's saying. But I think Arizona wrecks him, and so does Keegan, because that's kind of what we yeah. agreed with, just because we've been looking at Kyler Murray and his whole situation. We both kind of feel like that Harrison, Marvin Harrison from Ohio State would end up going number one to Arizona, but... Easy Sorry. there. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Computer almost now. wrecked. Um, 
We also, so we feel like it could be Marvin Harrison, but it's also kind of depending upon what they do with the Kyler Murray situation. Cause I saw something else today that was like Arizona's prepared to pay Kyler basically the rest of his salary through whatever he's owed through like 2025 or something like that. If he isn't able to pass a physical in March or something like that. All right. Question. Uh-huh. Do you think that Kyler is going to play another day in the NFL or do you think he's going to go straight to the MLB? I think he's going to play another day in the NFL. I'm going to turn to our ex- MLB expert over here and ask him, has he heard any rumblings? I, I have, think so, but we'll see. I, have, uh, I haven't heard any rumblings of that, but I... You can't put it beside you. Like. No, like, I don't, like, first off, I don't know why he turned down MLB money to go play football. Like he wasn't the first one to do that though either, right? No, but, but Russell was did like Mahomes, a third did, that? Mahomes well? did that a little bit, but Mahomes' main sport was football. football. Yeah, well, he started football in high school. Yeah, but, but like, Wilson, but like he base. didn't. I don't think he played much baseball played in base. college. No, I don't think. Yeah, not in college. No, yeah. he he played pretty much uh, baseball up until like high school. Yeah, and he started playing football. Yep, um, and then it was obviously football, and then he went straight to college. He didn't get recruited a lot or heavily. Uh, but he has some good games, and mm-hmm. obviously he went to yep. Texas Tech. So I don't even know like what Kyler's like baseball stats were like. I mean, obviously he, he, he was he was, amazing. he was a top ten pick in the MLB he was draft. Pick by the Oakland yeah. Athletics. Yeah, so you like, just he wonder if he's if he was the difference know. between Kyler Murray and the rest of those guys. Okay, so Mahomes was drafted as a pitcher at a high school, like I think he was third or fourth round, maybe. Same with Russell; he was drafted at a high school, third fourth round. Russell played a little bit at NC State, played some baseball there. Jameis Winston is also another name. Yep. I think he was yeah. drafted, but he, he, he also pitched at— outfield, too, No, right? he just pitched. He was the closer for a very, very good Florida State team that had a very good coach that was there for 40 years. Okay. Um, so the difference between Kyler and the rest of the guys was Kyler was an All-American baseball player at Oklahoma and was the eighth overall pick. But it's not like he's been practicing for the last— however many years either so like it's not he can't just pick up a ball and be great like that again right I right mean, i mean so I, I it mean, would be a process the, at the end of the day we don't know what kyler's doing because we don't know him we don't know what kyler's <laughs> yeah, doing he might be in his backyard throwing just 80 throwing yard bombs balls. running around Let, let's <laughs> like, be real if kyler does anything it's just going to be full-time twitch streamer okay <laughs> okay <laughs> playing call of duty <laughs> oh man but that's been like a knock on him is like he doesn't like he spends a lot of time doing that and that's i think that's that's fine he should do what he wants to do because it's it's his life it's yeah, his it's well, his and, life, you, and it's something to take his mind off of it's probably a stress, stress reliever really, yeah. from being yeah. a pro quarterback for a terrible terrible franchise you I mean, look it's at a bad franchise his it's situation's been rough yeah to say the least you he look at many receivers or many uh Help. Much you help. just, I mean, the old line situation, everything. Okay. You look at this generation of like superstar two, like Carl Anthony Towns, noted for being a video gamer, tr- Twitch st- streamer. I think Devin Booker does it too. And like, it's what a lot of these guys do because it not only brings in fan engagement, but it's something they also enjoy. And I think there's a fine line between like doing something that's, um, you know, fun for you and just kind of takes your mind off of things but then it's also something that like you do too much to kind of take time away so I think that's kind of where people are maybe looking at it from Kyler Murray's standpoint is like is he putting in enough time as a quarterback but I also think too he's just had so many injuries out of those three people that you just named yeah only one person deserves to play video games and that's All Devin right. Booker. <laughs> Fair enough. Look, those were the three. Those he's were the three that just. Yeah, he's still getting done. <laughs> those those were the three that just kind of came to mind. And I think 
Booker does it. I don't know for sure, but I think no, I've seen yeah, something where yeah, yeah. He, he he plays he plays games. There's yeah. a lot of NBA players like I think Jason Tatum, uh, yep. Jalen Brown, yep. um, even LeBron plays video games. <laughs> like like it's it's the thing to do now is like. Brian games too. He yeah, well, they Brian connect James. with their kids. That <laughs> he's way he's too, actually sure. he has, he's on a team like a professional team, gaming yeah. team. Yeah, he's yeah. on a. Like, who does he play for? Really good. And then there's like Miles Sanders, who was a professional Rocket League player. Boston Scott. It was Boston, Boston Scott. Scott. Yeah, it was yes, Boston it was Boston Scott. Scott. Yeah, it was, Boston yeah, Scott. Like, it was, it was a, yeah, it was Boston Scott, not Miles <laughs> yep. Sanders. I he knew plays, it was an Eagles back. I think he's a he's a he's a part of like the space station. Yeah, or, he was like a reserve for them yeah, for a while. Yeah, he was in, he was a reserve. This dude like plays professional Rocket League to the point like he almost made it to like the top like team. Also, pretty much. did insane. you hear a rumor about Anthony Richardson maybe turning down the starting job at Indianapolis to pursue his rap career? No, I have not heard. Did this. anybody hear that? No. Was I the only one that heard? <laughs> yeah, about that? you need to explain that right what now. What's so, going on? He is okay, a rapper, though. He is a rapper. So there was something in his contract that basically gave him like. <laughs> Uh, he basically, like, if he wanted to, he could pursue his rap career as long as the Indianapolis Colts came first. But now they're trying to do a workaround in his contract. His lawyers are trying to think, get around it so he can try to pursue that rap full-time so he doesn't have to start right away for the Indianapolis Colts, which I don't know if he should be starting right away. Dude, either. give him a year just to not just start. To, just to Let sit? Him. He Give really him a bad. year to record 12 albums. That's what it. do you mean? There, there, there isn't another quarterback in Indy, though. Uh-uh. So that's the thing that sucks about it is that he right. kind of has to start just because they, they, it, it yeah. would help. It will further his development, right? It, it might right. suck putting him in the fire right away, but at this point, you have no other quarterback, and you drafted this quarterback very high. Right. Well, right. right. Here's the other thing, though, okay? And I noticed this when I was at a fantasy football draft last night, but uh, there is a... NFL legend who is still listed in the ESPN fantasy draft pool. That man's name is Tom Brady. Gosh. Sign him up one more year. No, he's, not going he's to got play one for more. Him. No, he's, he's, he, no, he's going to take over Jimmy G's job in Oakland when Jimmy G is getting it done. Because he's like, part owner. Because he's the part he's owner. Of yeah. Vegas, Lots yeah. of nodding going on here. Maybe he's he'll come to Minnesota if Kirk gets are, hurt are, are or you, something. Are you, are you not a uh, Jimmy G fan? No, I think Jimmy G's fine. I just think it'd be hilarious that. <laughs> <laughs> the, it would like a tale of two things. Jimmy, Jimmy G can't G, escape. Yeah. Tom Jimmy Brady. G came in to like replace Brady once he retired, and then Brady's like, <laughs> "I want this dude gone because I think he's he's coming for my job." I, I think I saw a tweet uh, from like a backup quarterback, and he was just like, "Maybe I should have became f- more of friends with the starting quarterback because being good at your position as a backup will get you taken out. Like you'd get cut from the team, and just because." Uh, it just makes the quarterback feel uneasy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, so I, I get that. That's another. That's a good. That's a valid yeah. reason because that same year they end up winning a Super Bowl. Right. Um, when Tom Brady was out, Jimmy G stepped in, and then Tom Brady came back. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so um, obviously Jimmy G was able to win them games and get them to the point where they were in the playoffs. Um, you know and. Pretty much just like got it there for Tom Brady. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G is a very good game manager. He's not going to do anything spectacular to make you win. He's not going to do anything to really hurt you. Reminds me of Joe Flacco. But he's going to win you. He's like your average player. That's like that. He's there, but you don't. You won't see any like. It's like Toby Gerhardt. You need (laughs) one yard, he'll get you three. You need five yards, he'll get you three. (laughs) So. 
Okay. It, uh, <laughs> to, to just keep moving forward, we're all in agreement. Caleb Williams to Tampa Bay. Um, next question. What? <laughs> all right. So let's talk what? about that one. Tampa where, where, Bay. Where do you think he goes? Caleb Williams. I, I don't know if Tampa's going to have that high of a pick. The Vegas Raiders. I'm not saying they're going to be that good, but I'm going to say they're going to be better. I could see Vegas. I could see Tampa Bay. I haven't. You. There hasn't been a team listed that I don't disagree with or don't agree with. It's just who's going to end up with the number one overall pick and who like is a good situation. But who doesn't have a quarterback? The Bears that they want to bet their future on. The Bears. So so potentially, if they have a down year, you think they're done with Justin Fields? If Fields is is horrendous. Well, I don't think he will be. I think they're going to be. He started to click at the end of the year last year. So I don't think. Moore, man. I don't think he'll be bad. I think they're going to be him. like either right around five hundred. They're going to be pretty good this year. The offense is going to be good. But if for some reason they're really bad, I could see him moving off him. But that's only if Fields is really bad and they have that high of a draft pick and they. I, I can see the up. Detroit Lions. Ooh. Uh, they, if they don't have a good year this year with uh, Jared Goff, Ooh. I, I feel like you know they can make some moves happen. See, but I know they're not going to have that high of a draft hey, pick. Well, like, my thing you know, here though is this: Vikings I, are going to need one if they don't <laughs> sign Kirk again. So I feel like the Lions will not have a bad year, but we can talk about that a little later. I think with the Justin Fields thing, um, there was uh, admittedly it was a Green Bay Packers pundit, but. They they had a graph of like just like to ju- like just looking based on just average play and whatnot and the different stats that go into it and stuff and he was just like there's no quarterback that's had as worse a start to a career as Justin Fields that has just transcended into superstardom but I also look at it on the flip side and like you said Steph he had a better end to the year last year and I also think Chicago has built more of a team they brought in DJ Moore they addressed the offensive exactly. line they didn't have any receivers for him anyway yeah. like they brought in and, who, uh, Cl- Clay. Uh, Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. Claypool uh, they Jay have Moore, Darnell Pittsburgh. Mooney, uh, DJ Moore. So already that receiving core is and they shored up their own line way better in the draft. Yes. So so I think that the Chicago will be better. Not necessarily good to the point where they're going to win, but like this is more this is they're going to be more yeah. competitive this year. Right. And you're going to see things out of fields that maybe we haven't seen right. yet. Mm-hmm. If they have they a top should not pick, lose 14 straight. If they have a top five pick, you might see them think about quarterback. But if they are like in between picks five and ten, they go defense. Yeah. Well, if Fields have a good year, let's say Fields have a good year, but yep. let's say that the Bears are still bad. They're right? they're addressing other problems. They're probably going to address the problem, yeah. which yeah. is going to be. Uh, Maybe like O line issues, yep. or maybe they need a new running back. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. like they're not gonna, they don't really have anyone, I guess per se, that's gonna be like yeah. stand out at a running yep. back right now. Maybe Tennessee. I know we talked, Keegan and I talked a little bit about maybe Tennessee if 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 Tannehill doesn't. Yeah, have but a great they, year but, because but they, they don't they like. Did, they just they just got a quarterback this past draft. But I've like, Levis, but they I've did. Heard they, they did not like. They did not like what they're, they're not seeing. a fan of what they're seeing from. I saw so a video far. of Levis the other day in training camp, doesn't and he was good. throwing. He was throwing a ball just to a net. You know, one of those nets mm-hmm. they throw into, and he threw it like five yards over the net, and I was just like, and they're like, people are not very happy with Will Levis, and they don't like well, Levis. Well, they don't like Malik Willis much either. Yeah, because they drafted Malik Willis, and they yeah. drafted Levis. They and drafted they just, Willis the year before, and then they just drafted Levis. Brady goes to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> they might need him. <laughs> they might need him for no other um, um, point than just to like shore up that QB room. Do you think he'd be a QB coach while? Part owner of the Raiders, <laughs> who knows? Owner, <laughs> who owner knows? first owner player for the Raiders. If owner player coach, he'll uh, be the head coach too. He'll work with McDaniel's. We're gonna move to college Probably football is. talk. Since since we've been with everybody that's listening, 
we uh, have had new additions to the ACC, Stanford, Cal, and SMU, which we know. I'm not going to be as mad this time. Um, What I'm going to say is, obviously, you need to go somewhere where there's media rights happening, and that's just the way it is. Although, I know Keegan and I, we mentioned, um, we talked about relegation for baseball. I personally think you've got four conferences or regions, north, south, east, and west. You put 20 teams in each of them. Each of them have two divisions. Winners play each other for a quote-unquote conference champion, regional championship, whatever. Mm-hmm. Winners get automatic bids. That's four automatic bids. And then you can have eight Eights from autos. The AP or and whatever. then it can yeah. be from whatever. No, like auto bids from that 80. Oh, yeah. Bottom two in each of those regions, so eight teams total, get relegated down to League Two of college football. Which would be what And is League Two is FCS? not Division Two. Yeah, it'd be FCS, yeah. but it'd also be anybody not in the 80. Because for Division One. FCS teams right now, I think there's like 150-ish schools. Yep. Yep. So there's going to be 80 at that tier one, 70 at tier two. Top eight teams move up. Bottom two in each division move down. And all of a sudden you have a relegation situation where you're getting different teams that have a shot every year that are in those regions. I, I think that would be a way to go with that. I, I just wanted to put that out there like Keegan put something out there. We can touch on that a different time. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be... It's not going to be this conference situation the way it is right now, 10 years from now. Personally, there's going to be something different. Yeah. Personally, I don't see it as sustainable, but that it can isn't. also... Can you imagine? We, like, we mentioned a little bit how, like, non-football sports, if you're in beach volleyball at Stanford, you're going to play Miami and Florida State, like, every week. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Missouri <laughs> coach brought it up, and he was like, what about our baseball players? Is beach volleyball a college sport? It is. Oh, yeah. But there's, is. like, 20 teams. That's like, the Pac-12 yeah. was one. It's Pac-12 like the ACC, and the ACC, pretty much. And then just I your think there's, schools. like, West Coast Conference has it. and Yeah. There, there's not a whole anyway, lot, because could you imagine beach volleyball at Wisconsin and Minnesota? <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. On the beaches of Superior. On the um, beaches of the cornfield. So, guys... Week zero and one happened for college football. We're like finally into it. Um, can I talk about? Can we talk about the big story first? We can talk about big story, and then I've got overreaction USAville. So I'm going to pose a bunch cool. of stuff to you guys about games and stuff that happened, and you cool. guys can let me know. <laughs> but yeah, I want to ask this question: Do you guys count the Colorado win as an upset? No. Yes, I do. Okay, so we're split. The yeses go first. I mean. It, if you look on paper, it's an upset. <laughs> right. Let, let, let's get that straight because obviously TCU programs T, recent history. TC, look. TCU mm-hmm. is ranked number seventeen in the yep. country. Right. So they are a top twenty-five team in the country at this moment. Colorado has had the one of the worst records in college football mm-hmm. throughout the past probably forty years. Right. If we just look at it from like a huge spectrum. Right. So if you look at it, when Deion Sanders came into Colorado, they actually lost pretty much most of their team. He had 54 kids in the transfer portal and brought in like 80 kids in total. People, thought, a, people thought he was nuts. This is yeah, a whole new people team. People were saying this isn't going to work. Deion doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. As Deion yep. says, he keeps his receipts. He, 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 right, right. <laughs> so, like, he brought in this whole new team. Um, and this is a team that doesn't have any chemistry together. They haven't played together forever, right? So this brand new t- And then he brought his sons, mm-hmm. which came from uh, – the HBCUs, right? They went yep. to Jackson, Jackson State. State. Yep. And 
no one expected him to be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Did he prove everyone wrong? Hey, hey, hey I don't yards, know who needs to hear TDs, that. Zero interceptions. Like, this man balled out, right? And he wasn't the only one on that team. That, there, there was, was I think it was four. It was 500. It was, it was yeah. four 500 with 510, yeah. 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 And Travis Hunter had a ball, like, he dove for a ball in the end zone that was almost caught. So it could have been, like, yeah. 560, 570 yeah. on some two, like, deep mm-hmm. balls. But, like... Hunter is him, though. Like, he played a hundred and some snaps. He played both ends of the ball. Like, both, both ends. Sides, right? Like, like and he played, he didn't play. He played well. Dude, like, oh, really yeah. well. Sanders has some athletes there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt. But you, so you, but you guys didn't think that that was, you, you guys, they thought, they thought it was an get, upset. It is I an guess, upset. Like, I thought it was an upset just because, like, you, 80 new players. It, yes, some of those kids played at Jackson State, but, like, to get those kids to gel together as well as, as he did that fast. And it was at TCU. TCU is not an easy place to go play in September. I mean, and they're, they're, they're yeah. raising high, a college football high, playoff humid. banner just, at that game mm-hmm. at the yeah. start of it. Like, the, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big event. Right. And, and I get Obviously, it that like yeah. uh, TCU lost a big chunk of their team. Yep. Right. But at the end of the day, they still have the athletes that they recruited mm. that's been there throughout, you know, right. a yeah. few years when Deion Sanders came to It's a solidified program. It, it's they reload, yeah. not rebuild in mm-hmm. yeah. TCU basically. Right. So and yeah. you know, Colorado had to rebuild. Now yeah. there's another coach that um uh, I forget what team. I think it's, it's like Texas State. Texas. Yeah, yep. Texas there it State. Is. Yeah, yeah, he you know brought, what I'm talking about. Yeah, he yeah. brought like fifty recruits he, yep. with him and they beat Baylor. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Texas they had State. a pretty big game. Dude, Big Twelve had a rough weekend. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, <laughs> so the reason why I don't, and it's not to take anything away from Colorado, what they've done in the past, you know, couple months, not to take anything away from Dion and his players. The reason why I don't is partially because that TCU team, even though yes, they they were the number two team last year and made it to the national championship. Were they? They. I'm just kidding. Two A, whatever. Um. For me, it was just they still had a lot of roster turnover. I think the AP poll at the beginning of the season is garbage. It is something that is just for clicks Preach. and yeah. nothing else besides hey, that. Hey, that LSU showed us that last night, man. Yes. <laughs> um, I also think that, um, y- you know, people are criticizing Dion for, you know, transfer portal and stuff like that. Jackson State, even he brought how many players from Jackson State over to Colorado? It was it was a good handful. Yeah, it was almost sure. a dozen players. Jackson State played. went what eleven and one last year. Yes, as they a team, they won eleven and one. They, they were and they had some of the best young athletes. They were young yes. athletes too. They weren't just like all like seniors or obviously mm-hmm. or juniors even. Right. Yep. these kids were young players. Uh, he, he had just, two five star cornerbacks in that yep. program. Like yep. those, it, it was a it's a very good second. They could have gone anywhere, and right? They chose and, and they chose Deion. They had four receivers with over a hundred yards. Yeah, receiving like that, that's they something just you don't even see. You don't even like. see that in college football. Mm-hmm. You don't right. see four athletes, four receivers that athletic. <laughs> Not you don't athletes, see in the NFL receiver. You, you don't. You don't. <laughs> right. But you know, <laughs> and like some of these, they just weren't just like mm-hmm. 101 yards. 100. You're, they're like 120 yards. Yep. Like right. they yeah. they were getting there. So for crazy. me, for me, looking at all of that, one, he has some incredible athletes. Two, who wouldn't want to go play for Dion? Like. 
as as well now, an athlete as a coach. Game, yeah, you don't need right. to, like you don't even need to recruit. Like you, you're gonna you have people s- coming to you. Yeah. You saw his reaction after that game too. Like players are gonna see that and they're gonna be like, I want to go play for him. They're on like, board right now. They're on board. His, they're his all with him. on board, and the athletes that are looking to go to college to play football yep. are on board. Right. The winner he, of this is the Big Twelve. He yeah. he has yeah. exactly. he has so much energy, right? That that he yes. that he's bringing. To the, to the plate because yeah. like you look at a lot of head coaches a lot of them don't have that energy right mm-hmm. he has it and it's yep. there and he he's gonna he's gonna be loud about it he's gonna showboat about it because mm-hmm. it's prime right that's what prime does and people don't right. people aren't gonna like it people don't have to like it they're still gonna watch it you know they're still gonna yeah. watch yeah. him do his well, thing well, and they sign him to a 30 million dollar contract and they, they only even, had they, they only the yeah million. <laughs> they took 28 million dollars right. from you know Colorado so that to me too is like it's huge for that program it's a huge win what a way to start off too their schedule doesn't get easier I was asking Keegan um too we were like so what do we think the record's going to be what do we land on like I 10 landed and two? on 10 and 2 10 they and go, 2 they Nebraska goes them and Nebraska gets crushed yep because Nebraska will get crushed. That, that's yep. this that's week this, yep, that's week. this week and oh, they're trying they're to they're crushed. trying to say that oh Colorado's only one and a half point nah it's going to be three or four touchdowns. In Colorado, with a rejuvenated stadium. Like that stadium's going to be loud. That's their first game yeah. with it was sold out stadium for the first time in what? How, How many, many years? years? You know yeah. what? It would be fun to tailgate there. This oh, weekend. yeah. Like, forget, like, getting into the game is going to be impossible, but, like, getting Tail- just to yeah. go and tailgate there be would there. be so much fun. Look, and Nebraska's They're, revamped, too, but it it's not to the level that Colorado is. No, no, it's, it, a, it's see, a different kind of football see, yeah, right now. Yeah. Nebraska played Minnesota this past week. Minnesota should have lost that game. I'm sorry. Hey, we we say what we we say, but look, in all honesty, Minnesota should have won by more points. By more, but they also didn't deserve to. You, no, you're not wrong. That's why I say they should. <laughs> okay, have hold won on. Hold Neither on. team hold deserved on. to win. No, that but should have ended in eight. One has tie. to win. Keegan. One <laughs> I know. Has to win. This isn't the NFL. My my take on the TCU Colorado thing. Yes. Oh yeah. Whatever. So first of all, the OC isn't there anymore. So the yeah. offensive coordinator is not at TCU anymore. Um, and I think that's that's a big deal. I Where think take a job the amount of he took a head coaching job in I think it was an American League. Okay. Team. I knew he uh, took a head coaching job somewhere. I just didn't remember. It's not UTSA, is it? I'll look it up. I don't. I don't think I'll look so. it up. Anyway, anyway. So, but either way, he's he's not there anymore. That's a big deal. Number two, I think they were exposed. I know they were playing Georgia, and they and Georgia was a better team. Period. But I think Georgia exposed their plan. I know that you're you're re tooling and you're maybe you're you're putting new plays in and new wrinkles and things like that but, but it's a new team at Georgia TCU. Georgia did that to every team they played. Right. But I'm saying if you're if you're if you're watching film on them, right? First of all, you're watching film on players that aren't even there anymore that can't do what the players that graduated or left. I see. I know, see. So so like with Georgia though, they're they're a high scoring offense, mm-hmm. right? And TCU is more of a defensive team rather than having a high scoring offense. They played really well against Michigan. But when it comes to like having a better defense and a better offense, like a way better offense, TCU's offense has been great. Yeah, in the last like they they've been no they've been okay. They Georgia has been great. TCU has been okay. So right, really quick. uh, TCU's former offensive coordinator Garrett Riley is actually the offensive coordinator at Clemson. Okay, so yeah, Uh, uh, yeah, ACC school that. Yeah, so. Regardless, I, I think that 
having a new offensive coordinator, you know, you're, you're trying to figure some stuff out there. You have brand new players across the board on offense. You're going to, they still scored. Like that wasn't the issue in that game. Yeah. They, they couldn't stop Colorado on offense at all. No. Um, you knew that Colorado had players. Obviously they brought in all these players that you guys just talked about, all these new players. TCU had to use new players this year too, in a mm-hmm. significant way on, on both sides of the ball. Yeah. So I think, there's a lot of just, but they didn't have to go through a whole new system. Yeah, yeah, but the Colorado they, they, they cleared kids, out. They cleared out Colorado. Right, but cleared the quarterback that was at TCU, right? So Max he's Duggan. he's doing a whole. He's 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 figuring everything out. Yep. You're, you're you're talking about the Colorado quarterback. He knows what like his dad's system is gonna basically be like he knows yeah, what he's, he's gonna be playing doing. fbs now he's playing he's playing he's playing the highest level of yeah. football at sure. this moment sure. the, the, he can't this is a huge jump from from i uh, think tcu FBS, this year HBCUs. is not is not a top 25 30 team said, i think going into this year i think that TCU, oh, tcu was 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 over ranked going into that first game and i think that the and partially the reason why i think they were over ranked is because of how much turnover that that TCU team had. So I think Colorado, although they they did great, if they're playing against a team that has great defense, they're not going to do everything that they were able to do there. TCU had a lot of new players on both sides of the ball this but year. I, I feel so like I think, their ranking was fair, though, because it, it was taken into account of how many players they lost and who they lost because they they, they were the national championship runner-ups, right? Sure. Michigan's ranked number two in the country right now, and they lost to TCU. And why is that? Because Michigan, obviously, is that good, right? So TCU, if you look at it, yes, you lost that many players, right? But it's still going to be – you still have a good chunk of your players and you still have your head coach. That's the biggest thing is having the head coach, right? Right. Mm-hmm. The head coach runs everything. Right. So they had him, and, and with losing all those players, they're not ranked in the top ten. They're just ranked in the top 20. They're 17, mm-hmm. right? right. That, that means that sure. they're still at the back half of that top 25 ranking. Yeah. I think the biggest yeah. hole for TCU and what they miss the most isn't Duggan. It isn't any of their offense. I think their offense is going to be fine. It's the secondary. They graduated a really good corner that's now playing in the NFL, and they had a couple safeties that were really good that graduated. So that secondary is what – and really, you're only as good as your secondary. Like, you can get pressure to the quarterback, but if you don't have people that can cover and close gaps in the, in the secondary, you, you can't be a good football team. Because there's so right. many schools in, in, in the NCAA, primarily the Power Five Conference, that, uh, you know, they have really great quarterbacks, right, that can right. just get the ball out to receivers. If you, if you have good receivers, then you're just going to get torched, especially right. for the secondary. Right. right. But and that's, and that's where I'm saying, though, like, I think Colorado and TCU are a lot more similar for like what they have and they don't have than what people really think in general. Because Colorado, sure they looked amazing, but their defense looked like crap. Well, I, I'm not as saying well. You know what I mean? Like I'm not they, saying they were right. being exposed to. There's no, there's no, like, there's no pass rush. There was no defense really in the game. I'm right. not saying if TCU and Colorado met further down the line that it would be an upset. I'm mm-hmm. just saying for this game to be the first game, yeah, of the season, it was an upset. Okay. Um. So. I've yeah. got the overreaction and the underreaction session okay. right now that that I want to take your guys' take on because also, there's some after we do that, can we talk about each of our uh, each of our teams? Sure. Cool. Yes. Um Keegan, so, you have to come up with a team. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Florida State is going to the college football playoff. No. Who? 
Florida State is going to the college football playoff. Is that a is that an overreaction right now, or is that legi- like a legit? Right reaction? I give it an overreaction right now. This is an overreaction Over. just because LSU I feel was overranked. I did too. I mean, it was th- so. First of all, it should have been 40, 45 to seventeen because there was like kind of garbage, garbage scrubs TV. in yep. the backfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So forty five twenty four was the final score um, of that game. But they just they have athletes this year. What mm-hmm. I'm excited about is that Florida State. I think it's an overreaction as well, but I think that Florida State is like relevant. Well, well you know, if, if right. you if you look how Florida State played last year and how they were gelling together towards the end of the year, especially yeah. with um, who's their quarterback, Jordan Travis. Yeah, he played so well last year. You you just knew he was, was going to play a lot better this year going into the year. Mm-hmm. They just dominated a top five team in the country. And he yeah. looked poised too. like, like he, he, he looked so in calm, command, even when even in the first half when LSU was just throwing punches and whatnot and were coming after him. He still looked like he was in control. He was able to get to the receivers. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was able to get out of the backfield. I think the big difference in that game is that the o-line for florida state was on the second half it was a different on the second half it was a different game but the o-line for florida state played so much better than the o-line for lsu right the lsu o-line kind of just folded in the second that o-line for florida state just wore lsu's d-line down which right how many how many times would you even before that game would any of us have said this you know LSU D line is not going to be able to hold up to Florida well, State's O line like because well, LSU is known just to be like pass well, first of all it's an yeah. SEC it's school, SEC yep. school. Yep. so yeah I mean in I I in my mind I kind of saw Florida State winning that game I did too um, just because I I I knew all the hype that was coming into the season about Florida State right like obviously LSU had some up and some downs but like being a top five team in the country after what happened last year your season last year not saying it was a great season but it was it it was okay you know what I mean it wasn't like anything spectacular they're now in the top five I I would say at least put them in the top 15 right they're gonna drop pretty good I think they're probably gonna be in the top 15 right and I talked to we talked about this a lot yeah you and I and I think just the rankings, preseason rankings were just, they're bogus. Like, they should wait do, to put stuff yeah, out. Yeah, do coaches poll as your yep. first week rankings, your preseason rankings, and then figure out from there. Because I think, like, TCU and Colorado, like, it's an even matchup pretty much. And to go into TCU first week, that's why it's an upset. But, like, Florida State and LSU, I'm not high on really either at this time. Like, Florida State has to go and beat Clemson for me to be really think, like, they're – which is like Con- three weeks they're away, contenders. I think. Yeah. Like they're yeah. contenders. But then they also have to deal with a great quarterback in North Carolina's quarterback, yep. May. Yep. And that either that D-line was really good when we watched that game for UNC, or South Carolina's O-line was Hey, we're going to we're gonna get there in a second. We're going to get there in a second. <laughs> second one, Colorado will have multiple Heisman finalists. I, I'm going under. Yeah. I'm going under. I think it's tough because uh, I want to see what Sanders is going to do. I, but I, I, I mean, won't say finalists, but they will be on the list. They're going to be on lists. I think if we're talking finalists, they'll have one. I think if it's on the list, they're going to have multiple. Okay, and one finalist. It's probably going to be Sanders over over Hunter, just because of the position. All right, I'm going to make this comparison. Game. Keegan's going to love this. Travis Hunter is the football equivalent to Shohei Otani. Yeah. I mean, I'd say I mean, so. Like, I'd say oh, so. But, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess I, a lot older. He's been through a lot well, more. Okay, he's done yeah. a lot more. Yeah, he's we, also got like... But he's also on the tail of Hunter. If, 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 if we're talking about college football, it'd be more like a Charles Woodson. Well, it okay, actually, hold really, on. Go blue. We've seen one game. 
Go pack, go, <laughs> baby. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm not okay, thinking. Both got I'm, not <laughs> thinking <laughs> I'm not thinking of of. I'm thinking of another Michigan player that he reminds me of, and that'd be Jabril Peppers. Oh, Jabril uh, Peppers. Because he played both sides. He, 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 he played, played running, running back, back, and he also he played safety. He played he safety. Was a very That's good fair. safety. All right, that's no who blue. I was making though. You should, okay. you should Next, next one. That's Ohio State has its worst <laughs> offense since 2011, and Penn State has its best since 2017. Over. Ohio State won 23 to three against Indiana, with a rough showing by their QB to say the least. Penn State uh, won 38 to 15 against West Virginia. I think Penn State that doesn't prove anything because I don't think West Virginia is crazy good this year. But Ohio State, like. Dude, if Michigan okay. loses to Ohio State, no, look, I know they're a rival for you. First off, but Ohio I will State be disappointed. Be, oh, first off, Ohio State's not being Michigan because Michigan is going to play so much better than they are this year. Honestly, I was really disappointed in how Ohio State even played. Dude, they looked horrible. <laughs> so, are you going over or under? Overreaction, underreaction. For Ohio, Ohio State. State has its worst offense since 2011. That oh was, no, that was no, the no, thing. yeah, that's right. That, I that, think that's, that's true. No, that this is facts. This is the worst quarterback. That, I'm not saying he's not good, but I'm just saying out of all the quarterbacks that they had in the last like what ten or so years, this is the worst quarterback. Unfortunately, is Ryan Day going to get fired? No, he won't get Relax. fired. Relax. He, he has his tenure. He's been in there. For, I didn't have that as an overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This is for you. Uh, North Uh-oh. Carolina has its best defense since 2013. Under Mac Brown, they I won could... 31-17 against a South Carolina team that could not do anything. We just you just mentioned yeah, yeah, we watched yeah. offensively with Rattler, and he's a good right. quarterback. The o, the O line for South Carolina was atrocious. It was, was it because of the defense of this North Carolina team? Well, okay. One move that really stood out to me, it was a it, it was late in the game and it was a DN on a tackle and he got into the armpit. So like I t- I listened to a lot of Marcellus Wiley and he's mm-hmm. saying, you know, if you can rip underneath the outside shoulder and get your elbow underneath the shoulder pads and then spin back around, it's 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 you can't defend it as an offensive lineman. And that's what that kid did. And it's either like that kid's either been taught really good technique and just ate up that offensive lineman because he was so explosive. That first step was so explosive that it was just like I like my I, I, my jaw dropped mm. because it was so like it was just it was amazing to watch. It's really nice to watch Dan play. Also going back to the Ohio State thing. Like yes, I, I said in mini golf, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. They have they have some they, big they boys in that to, locker room. They got some time to figure it out. You just got like Roger says, you gotta relax. Relax, R E L A X. Relax. Um, I think the concerning thing was Marvin Harrison did not show out the way I think people were thinking. But what I will say, Indiana always seems to be a bugaboo when they play in Indiana against Ohio State. Ohio State typically wins, but it's usually a struggle for Ohio State. It's It's closer than it should be typically. So I think it's really hard to play in Indiana because it like it's a trap game when you go to Indiana. When you go to Purdue, it's a trap game. Because you got your big when you go to Northwestern, it's a trap game. Yeah. When When you go to Iowa, it's a trap game. When you go to Purdue, did lose. Purdue did lose. Yeah. Alabama is winning the national title with Jalen Hurts incarnate. Jalen Milrow. I don't know if you guys saw anything about Alabama this weekend. Who did they play? No. <laughs> Mid-Tennessee's. But who did Wisconsin play? We'll get there in a second. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's a 38-17 So game. No, no, no. Pause. Hey, hey here's a question. What? Here's a question. Just asking. 56-7 to 7, Bama. Is that overreaction or underreaction? Alabama found their quarterback. They're ready to go. 
it, yes or no? You Middle reaction. Make, they found their quarterback, yes, but are they going to make it to the, the – they might make the playoffs, but I don't see them making they, the playoffs. I want to see who they play. It's Hold like on. Georgia playing UT Martin. They it's play like, Texas this week. They we play Texas this we'll week. We'll know right, what there happens we go. with Texas. All right, all right, hey. Okay, Washington has the best offense in the country, beating Boise State 56-19. to 19. Now, have you seen Oregon? Uh, <laughs> That's on your list. I know it is. It is on my list. I know it's on your list. It is on my list. Stop. But Oregon also didn't play the same team as Washington. Like, Boise State's a solidified, like... The days of Boise State I can't State answer these. Being I Boise cannot. State. I guess who's ranked, Jacob? Dude, dude, I'm asking State. you ESPN overreaction uh, questions. That's, I, Washington, I don't think, will have Jake the best in. offense. Jake, in. I'm asking you a question that's yeah. being asked. Is it yep. an overreaction? Uh, repeat it because there's You're overreacting too many things to the overreaction, Jake. No, said, well, there's too so many because we. I haven't even answered the Ohio State one. I'm like four behind still. I know. Going you guys person. are just going, and I'm just like I have something to say about Ohio State, and then it's like four in front. We just, we just don't so have okay, for each Alabama. Other. No, I don't think I don't think that they're making the college football playoff. Um, uh, Washington. No, I don't think they have the best offense. Neither do I think Oregon has the best offense. Look, keep in mind, week one. Week one. Ole Miss also he put up seventy three. Yes, Ole Miss put up seventy three. Oklahoma put up 73. So for me, I'm saying pump the break on who has the best until we get into conference play. Sweet. So exactly. overreaction. <laughs> if we're looking at the rankings. that is an overreaction too, an overreaction. <laughs> if we are looking at who had the best game against one of the best teams right now, we're talking about Florida State having the yeah. best offense yep. in college football. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. After week one. Because they played defense. a tough team. <laughs> LSU, LSU a tough did team nothing team. on offense. Hey, you're not wrong. They only <laughs> they scored against points. the set. Well, in 17, they scored against the. But the thing is, they did get in the red zone a lot. They got they got down the field. The sure. LSU was they able to get down the, the field. They just mm-hmm. couldn't convert. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other overreactions? That's, that's what I got. That's it. Okay. Um, that's it. I'm doing three points. Three good, three bad from Wisconsin. Number one, they <laughs> won. Number two, uh, running game still alive. Um. Thought it looked good. Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi both getting about 150. And number three, defense looks solid. Uh, negatives. Um, passing game still looks um, very... Their defense looks solid, you said? I thought their defense looked solid. Yes, they gave up 17. It was 38-17, but... Against? Uh, against Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Buffalo. Buffalo is in the MAC, but Buffalo was also 5-3 and three in conference, so it's not like they were a bad team. Yes, it's the MAC, but... They're still a solid team in terms of just they can put up points. This Wisconsin team, um, I thought the passing game looked sluggish. Mordecai had two interceptions, and it looked like he was very rushed, did not look very confident in the pocket. Um, The turnovers didn't really help the defense, and the defense sometimes struggled to get off the field. But when the going got tough, they were able to turn things around and be able to get off the field. And then the other thing is, too, there's just there was was a lot of just spotty – plays where it was just like they didn't look fully cohesive so it was a good test that it was a decent mac team that was in the middle of the road of the mac the mac has been known to surprise teams yes it was 38 to 17 they okay. had all summer to like prepare for them didn't yeah they? so did minnesota and they had to leave it to the last minute they scored 13 against nebraska i agree with you entirely <laughs> yeah. preach yeah yeah <laughs> who's the gopher fan here <laughs> i don't know get out of here right all i'm gonna um, say i'm gonna say something about wisconsin and you're not gonna like it but they are overrated right now absolutely and, and that's 19 
I'm I'm not gonna I'm not but, gonna. But what did you say? Two one thousand. I'm not gonna just hear this. But we he did say off this too, yeah. So. He did say that there'd be two thousand passing yards or how many passing yards for your QB? Did you say you're gonna get this year? Because you said you're gonna have two one thousand yard rushers. Which they're on their way. I I said I think I said three thousand. They played Buffalo. They played I Buffalo. think I said oh. I think I said three thousand. But it was also because I was expecting more of an air raid. They still are Wisconsin, your typical power run game, but they're able to spread the field more, which I think was a breath of fresh air. And you think they'll do? Be- they'll look better against Big Ten teams. I think they're going to look better against Big Ten. I don't think they're going to win oh. up against the Big Ten. Okay. I don't think they beat. I don't think they beat Ohio State. If you, were you picked them to the CFP at the start I did. of the year, if, I did. If you were I did. concerned about their O line against Buffalo when they get against Big Ten guys, that O line's going to get eaten. I'm not worried about the O line. I'm worried about the quarterback. You worry about the quarterback, yeah. Especially when they have to go. Yeah, I don't think you guys play Michigan or receivers. Anyway. Is it? Ohio is State it a receiver though. thing? Or is I that... don't think it's a receiver thing. I think it was the quarterback because okay. watching him. Because watching him, what I was concerned about was, you know. Quarterbacks will move their feet, chop their feet when they're in the pocket. That way they're ready to run. He looked antsy chop. It wasn't a chop like I'm looking, I'm kind of bouncing and whatnot. It was, I got to get the ball out. I got to get the ball out. I got to get the ball out. And some of the throws too, like the one pick, he's rolling to his right and he's just staring down the tight end, staring down the tight end, throws it, and the defender's just like easy pick. Question. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think they go to Washington State and win that game? No. Not, I, I not with what I saw very, against very Buffalo. Game. I think it's going to be a close game again, and I think Buffalo has a chance to pull off the upset again. But I think with what I saw from the run game, our offense should be able to at least move the ball. And hopefully he got the nerves out. It was a sellout. It was the biggest crowd he's played against. Keep in mind, he came over from SMU. So there was a crowd of like right. 76,000 or something like that at the game and stuff. A lot of pressure stuff. on him. I a lot of pressure. Yeah. the entire game for yep. that guy. Yeah. yeah. So, look, got it out of the way. It's a dub. We move on. When you don't have your best game, it's okay to win. Yeah, if you, exactly. If you win, it's good. Yeah. Yep. If we so, win, it's good. A win's a win. Keegan, you got you got Iowa? Are you talking Iowa or Iowa State? I'll I don't ta- He's I'll a talk, state. I'll talk. I'll talk He's Iowa. A, you're going to talk Iowa, not state? I thought you were a state guy. I mean, I am a state guy, but there's not much to talk about because they played you and I and they, they crushed them, which I'm actually, okay, I'll take a side note about Iowa State. Very <laughs> shocked that they beat you and I 30 to 9. You and I usually plays a very competitive football game, and Mac especially team. with... With Iowa State having a bunch of their players being suspended for gambling, <laughs> like they had a different running back than they were projected to have. They had a different quarterback that they were projected to have, and they looked okay. The tight ends are great for Iowa State. They're they're like second in tight end. You almost behind Iowa at the moment because mm-hmm. they have some they have some beast tight. They ends. They got some but, dogs. Yeah, they always have a tight end. Yep. <laughs> oh, but th- Iowa, thanks, Steph. Oh, we'll. we'll <laughs> Talk about Iowa, because okay. I think Iowa will be... The one more to talk about, the better team. The better team, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how they play with McNamara. Because McNamara looked okay. 17 for 30, 191. He came over from Michigan. He came over from Michigan. He was hurt, so like they're low. We'll see, but we'll have to see how the receivers are. Luke yep. Lachey is going to be great. Johnson's going to be fine. The O line's going to be fine. The defense is going to be great. Even though they gave up, I think they gave up like they gave up fourteen to Utah State, but Wait, one was a garbage time. Uh, isn't so. Eric All also a transfer from Michigan? Isn't that one of their tight ends? Yes, another tight end. Yep. Luke Lachey is the number one tight end though for them. Okay. All's going to be number two, and then they got a kid from. They got another receiver that looked decent, but I think Iowa has to be the favorite to come out of 
the West Division at, at right. Interesting. At the they, I think they are going to be the favorite. I Doesn't see, and I can't. I can't necessarily disagree. That's fair. I can't disagree because it's fair. either between them or Wisconsin. Illinois, I think, will be good because Brett Bielman is. He's a great coach. coach. He's a great coach. They always have seem to have a good stingy defense. And he's been around since like what two thousand four was yeah. when he started at Wisconsin or something like that. And then went to Arkansas. he took over after uh, Alvarez. Yeah, and then Alvarez came back and coached their Big Ten for championship bowl, game. bowl games and stuff and like that. Yeah, he's done that a couple of times. Bielman left to go to Arkansas. Man, and then I love Barry. Went back, but so yeah, Iowa I think will be the team in the West playing Michigan in the Big Ten championship. I like and that. Good lead in. Like absolutely that. get crushed by Michigan. But <laughs> good lead in. <laughs> good, yeah, good lead in. All right, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to Michigan. Um, Obviously, we had We're going blue right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had well, I'm so East happy Carolina University. <laughs> East Carolina University came into the big house. Uh, it, it was thirty to three. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like the most impressive offensive game um, for Michigan, but at, but then again, like they don't have their head coach and they're just trying to get a feel for things. It's the first week of the season, um, so they're still trying to gel. Um, but some good things that I did see, right, is that like what JJ McCarthy. He was 26 of 30, right? He had four missed passes. He went for 280. He averaged nine nine yards, over nine yards a pass, which is pretty good, right? Um, his QBR was a 95. And then you go down to the running backs, right? We have Blake Corum who came back from injury last year, and it was a pretty quick recovery if you, if you ask me. What uh, was his leg injury again? Uh, it was like an ACL. Was it an ACL? Yeah. That's quick. <laughs> right? Because really that quick. happened during the CFP, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, it uh, happened, I think, in uh, college football. I mean, the, Was it the semi? The Big, Chip, Big Ten championship. Oh, the game. championship game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, still, that's yeah, December to yeah. come back nine months later. That's insane. Saying. It's insane. And he had 10 carries for over 70 yards. Yeah. Right? He he was the number one running back yesterday. But it wasn't just that. They had they had <laughs> they got their one-two punch. They got Donovan Edwards back. Right? He had a broken hand last year, but he mm-hmm. still played with it. Because a broken hand, you can play with a broken hand. You can figure that um, out. Yeah. But, like, he had he had almost 40 yards. And, you know, so having two good, a one-two punch as a, as a running back duo, plus you have some receivers that you had, like, what, three of them over, set, over 50 yards. Yeah. Right? So he has the numbers. Uh, you have the quarterback now. You have the receivers. Now you have the running backs. You got a one-two punch in the running backs. I feel really, you know, I guess excited mm-hmm. for yeah. this upcoming season for Michigan. Yeah. Especially once their defense starts to actually get going against uh, Big Ten teams. Yeah. Right? Because that's when most of the damage happens in the Big Ten, in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. Right? Because they just beat on each other all year because they're just <laughs> pounding it down. Well, what other team has a one-two punch that is, that's as good as probably Michigan's one-two punch other than Wisconsin? <laughs> or Georgia. In the Big Ten. Oh. Big Ten. Okay. Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless Georgia, unless in all the realignment, Georgia joined the Big Ten. <laughs> that, I'm going to. Their SEC is fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, for Oregon, I, I just feel bad for the mascot for sure. Oh, my. We, we talked about 586. 586 push ups that this guy needed to do or gal. Dude, that guy doesn't have arms. I don't know who's doing it. He probably <laughs> can't raise him above his head. Uh uh-uh. uh. Right now, it's probably going to. Be like that for a couple weeks. Somebody needs to check since then. Somebody check the injury list. I mean, honestly, like Bo Nix only had he only had twenty seven passes in that game. Three TDs, no interceptions. Twenty three for twenty seven. He had a two hundred and eleven point one rating. I know that. I know that Keegan was talking about you're you're a huge fan of Knicks and whatnot. That's a better system for him to play in versus what he had at Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year he was in Oregon and he got hurt. 
and I don't know if you guys but knew that last had, year a little bit. They still bit. had a good year, though. They had a good year, but mm. I think this year the Pac-12 is strong enough where the Pac-12 champion could be playoff bound, and that being or should and be. because of that, you got Utah, who let let's be honest, they without uh, Ryzen, they they beat Florida. They didn't have their quarterback Ryzen right. at home, and, and still looked solid. And they looked crazy against Florida. Yeah. Now, Florida is a dumpster fire right now, in a sense. Yeah, but Grimmer, so Utah so. looks good. USC, all, everybody's all everybody's talking about is Caleb Williams. Yep, great, cool. Um, Oregon State, what? Like the fact that they're even being mentioned Looks in the good. same sentence is Oregon. DJ Uwe on the eighteen. So they've got a great yep. team. Washington. Yep. Um, Michael ESPN's Penix. putting out overreaction questions about: Are do they have the best offense? So what I'm saying is the the big the the Pac-12, which is not going to be that anymore. It's either going to be the the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, <laughs> ACC, <laughs> whatever. Um, they, I, I think there's going to be a team that comes out of that Pac-12, and and why not? Why not Oregon? And and I think Bo, Bo Nix has to be special. Um, they're they're running backs. Um, they had multiple running backs with with multiple scores so, or with uh, with scores in that game, um, including the Minnesota transfer um, from Chicago, Illinois, uh, who's who's now there, and he got two two TDs. I think uh, I think the Pac-12 is going to be a fun league to watch. It's going to be really. This might be the the most fun it's been to watch for a yeah. while, which is sad. It's. <laughs> Dying after this year. Uh, but what I'll be excited to do is to talk to you about Wisconsin, you about yep. Iowa, yep. and you about Michigan, and, and Oregon gets to be in that mix in yeah. the future. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. So like it'll be it'll I be think fun. Lots of really good college football obviously going on. And I don't know if you guys have any th- takes on what you're looking forward to or what, what you want to kind of leave for with. for college football, I'm I'm just looking forward to a fun season. Like college football It's just so fun it's, to watch. It's fun it's to watch because on. any week Tonight and there's every a game. Week, the, yeah. yeah uh, Duke, Clemson Duke. Duke, Clemson, Duke is yeah. at home. Duke is at home against, against number Clemson, nine Clemson. AC new quarterback. Matchup. New quarterback. I think we will see Clemson return to Clemson things. Tonight. Okay. Yeah. They got I a new quarterback. Don't that they? quarterback mm-hmm. looked really good yep. when they pulled. We talked about we it. Like Duke is ukulele. 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 I don't know. Ugalele. Yeah, he's not. Ugalele. the guy. He's he's over at Oregon, he's State, at Oregon State, but and they yep. repl- they, this other kid came in and he was he did a very fine job in the ACC championships when they called upon him to do something. Somebody so, told me. Somebody told me that. Uh, by the way, just sidebar. But in the bowl game, um, he didn't do well. Oregon State and Washington State are going to uh, win the Pac-12 this year. Is what somebody said. I'm like, well, they can't play Oregon State or Washington State since they're the only two to still be in the (laughs) Pac-12. Dude, that would be impressive if Oregon State actually ends up winning. Did it? Yeah, that'd be insane. Oh, man. Stick it to him. I couldn't handle that. My prediction for the Pac-12. And then you couldn't say there isn't a war between uh, Oregon and Oregon State. (laughs) Fine, then. I'll just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Say it anyways. (laughs) Hey, everybody. We appreciate your time. Keegan, do you have any shout-out you want to do? Do you guys have shout-outs? No shout-out. I do have a shout-out. I'll end on this. I don't think USC makes the Pac-12 championship game. Dun-dun-dun. I like that. I I think Utah and Oregon will probably be the teams. Appreciate you, man. I can agree with that. Because uh, I ducks think fly together. I think USC. I think <laughs> USC may get beat by Colorado. That's just, the Pac-12 is like it's shockingly good. Yeah, we didn't yeah. even mention Colorado. Hey, what about Colorado? They, being an they, they have this. a possibility they, of winning yeah, the Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. Like that's why I think it's <laughs> it's probably number three this year for conferences. Yep. For football, behind I think the number Big three. Ten and Big Ten and SEC. SEC yeah. I don't think a Big it Twelve is, team will crazy. make it unless no. it's Oklahoma just yeah gets red hot, which yep. they could. It's Oklahoma. Um, really quick, uh, Steph Keegan and I this past weekend went to uh, Lambeau Field, took a tour. Step for Steph and I it was our second straight year doing it, yep. but uh, pretty cool. Keegan, what did you think of 
boo Packers. Well, All I right. told Steph this. I told Steph this. Yep. Ten-year-old me would have been freaking out because I <laughs> I loved Brett Favre. Yeah. And I loved the Packers. Yep. And then Aaron Rodgers showed up, and I went, nah. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> I, I will say it's a Now he's not there anymore. Yeah, so, so you, you know love, what? You I'm hopping, love. I'm hopping love. on the love train, baby. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Play love train by OJ. The beauty of being from Iowa, you can just top DMCA. <laughs> um, I will say there is no place like Green Bay with how much they love and support the Packers and whatnot, especially when you get around Lambeau. Like, there's just a lot of... There's Packers everywhere. You're driving down the main drag. It's just every house has a just G history. on it. There's a lot of history. history. You can like my setup. Oh, okay. This well, anyways, that's Lambeau. my shout-out. Love yeah, Lambo. This also has to do with me. Here's my shout-out. My shout-out is to Stefan Prince and myself for not falling in our 60-yard uh, <laughs> dash. Okay. Title town that I saw both Jaken and Keegan Biffin. <laughs> mine mine so, was by far so the worst. What I will say is uh, it was it was really fun to feel young again when I was out there with you guys. I appreciate you, Steph. I told him, yeah. I walked up to him after he, he was racing, and I said, you want to feel good about yourself? I said, just... Just raise me. <laughs> so we went out there and had a good time. Because Steph and but, I, first off, that thing was tricky to figure out because you stepped on the sensor and then it would just start Stop. the time. Yeah. It was like, okay, we actually have to step back, step <laughs> up at the same time. But then we also had to look up at our lights. So we weren't even necessarily like racing each other. We were just going on the uh, time. time. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. So, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's loved, a dip in that, that second lane. You can't tell me otherwise. There's a dip in that second lane. Hey, I ran in second lane. I didn't fall. So. <laughs> I'm blaming it on me not running for the last five months. But that's all I all can me. say is my that's quads have been burning since yep. then. <laughs> I had a great um, time with that, though. So, uh, um, Shout outs, man. I don't have any shout outs, but go blue. Kay. That's my yep. shout out. Go blue. So. I'm going to shout this person out because he'll get mad that I was on here and I didn't shout him out. Kyler, if you're listening, here's your shout out. All right. There, there you now go. You can While quit you're in the plane. Bothering me. While quit you're in the plane. <laughs> All right, everybody. Can... Appreciate you. Cheer loud, cheer proud. See you next time. Go blue.